ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of, correct me if I'm wrong, the number one podcast in the world right now. Don't know how accurate that is. <laughs> it's, it's pretty accurate. It's like right on par. No one will fact check this. <laughs> I, of course, am Patrick. And to my left, we have D. Vaughn. What's up, everybody? And in front of me, we have Mr. Mesa. Yo, what's up? And to my right, we have Nay. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And we're back after taking a hiatus. We're gone for a whole week, guys. I'm just, I saw Twitter blowing up saying, like, where is the episode of Crack Me If I'm Wrong? Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's my fault. I apologize. I tried to uh, copy. I was trying to copy the link and then post it on Facebook, and I did. I, I made a post. I was thinking about what I was going to say on Facebook. And uh, you chickened out. I didn't chicken out. Like, I thought I had I copied the link. I went to Facebook. All right, I have something to say. Cool. I posted it. And I was thinking to myself, I did good. Then I looked back at YouTube. We're not getting any views, guys. I only saw like <laughs> two or three. I was like, oh my gosh, what did I do wrong? Cody comments on there. Our buddy Cody said like, but he can't seem to find the link. And I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot to put the link. Hey, he like described the episode. <laughs> I was like, link. no link. No, nice. No. No. Link. <laughs> I think we didn't do it last week because I couldn't even talk. I was all sick and like... Welcome to correct me if I'm wrong. Walking dead over there. <laughs> so yeah, but we're how, back. How was uh, your vacation? It was awesome, dude. Uh, cruises are like the greatest thing ever. I think I've said that before. Were the greatest thing. You know what's super crazy, right? So we had this comedian, comedian, comedian. Yes. We had this comedian, right? Talk about how like cruises are like a super American thing to do. Okay. And they would say how, like, you pull up in this other country in this big old ship and you wreck the port and you kind of leave, right? I'm taking over. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but he's like, and all you guys get to say that you've been in another country, but realistically, you've never been in another country. You just go to this tiny little port, right? So we all laugh, right? So on one, on our last trip, we go to um, Grand Turk. Right, so we stopped. It's a beautiful island. It's like seven miles long. The resort's beautiful. The water's gorgeous. It's absolutely amazing. And so we're like, well, let's go downtown, Grand Turk. Get out of the resort. Go downtown. Check it out, right? And so we go up to the information guy to kind of get some information. And we're like, hey, uh, weird that you would go up to the information guy to get information, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we go up to him, and we're like, hey, man, we want to get some cool souvenirs. He's like, oh yeah, go right here to this building. And we're like, no, no, we want to leave the resort. And so he's like, we all want to go downtown. And we were like, yeah. He's like, huh, okay. <laughs> so he calls a taxi for us, right? We get in the taxi. We immediately leave the resort, and it's just like, you know, it's run down. Like, it's like a third world country, Sketchy. dude. Yeah. So, like, the the buildings are kind of torn down and, or, or boarded up. And they, he drives by their museum, and it's their city museum, and it's like a two-story building that's boarded up and oh. run down. It just and then we pull up into downtown, and it's really just like an alleyway with like three or four people trying to sell stuff. Like <laughs> shacks. Yeah, so it definitely made made us think like, man, like you see, you know, something that you normally don't see yeah. on a regular basis. But other than that, it was awesome. I mean, it was awesome in general, but it, it definitely opens your eyes at some points where, you know. Uh, was Ground Turks, is that the country? Is that a city in the country? That is an island. Island? Right, and that island is owned by Brit Britain. British. Brit Britain. Britain? Britain. 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 Close British. enough. It's owned by, yeah. 
Uh, and so they even just, like drive on the other side of the road. They drive on the wrong side of the road. And <laughs> yeah. it's not the same one we were because it's wrong. Yeah, You're right, hundred yeah. percent wrong. It's not American. So, American. It's good. But yeah, no, nah, but it was cool. Like I won my ship on the stick, which is a trophy they give you um, when you win a competition. And I've been trying to win one forever now, and I finally won a ship on the stick. So kill it. Woo woo. Proud yeah. of you. So that's cool. I dig it. I will say you made it farther in that taxi drive than I would have. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I would have gotten out, seen some broken down minutes, be like, can we go back? Yeah, dude. So, so what's what's funny about it all, right? It's so like, little backstory, right? Yeah. I get like bad feelings in those situations, oh, right? So I want to bail. But Naomi and Devin are always calling me pansy, saying that like, <laughs> oh, you're just paranoid. You're paranoid. I don't know why you do that. So this time, right, I get into this taxi. It's me, Nate, Cody, and a couple of random people. But so we're driving, and I feel super sketchy about the whole situation. I just want to go back, but I'm I'm tired of getting called a pansy <laughs> and paranoid. Man up! <laughs> so like, I turn to Nate, and I'm like, "What do you want to do?" I don't care. <laughs> no help at and all. So like, I turn to Cody, and I'm like, "What do you want to do?" I don't care. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" So then like, I'm going back and forth in my head, like, "Okay, they always just say I'm paranoid. Maybe I'm just being paranoid right now, and maybe this is actually absolutely beautiful, and it's not rundown." And so I'm like, okay, then I guess we'll get off. And we get off, and we immediately get off, and the taxi leaves, and they're both like, I really just wanted to go back to the resort. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> so, that sounds yeah. 100% like Cody and Naomi. Yep. I wasn't scared until we started walking. Then it got scary. Yeah. It was like dogs everywhere, but they were like ill-fed. Like they were like super oh, skinny. Yeah. yeah, it was scary. But it was fun. <laughs> I took that Uber I took in uh, Baltimore. The, the Uber driver was like, yeah, make sure you don't roll your windows down and kind of keep your head low. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, no, we could get shot. And I was like, this is terrifying. Just take me to the airport. So yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That kind of reminds uh, me when we went to Belize and we went to the minivan with the cracked windshield. That was one of the, but see, like we both got the bad feeling. Yes. We both agreed on it. And we both verbally made it known and we got out. These ones were both like, no, it's okay. Who cares? I don't care. <laughs> uh, and so I had to make a decision based off of all of this evidence. And apparently I made the wrong one. But Belize seemed like it was more scary. That was a difference. Belize, it wasn't. They had like weapons. Like Yes. Belize, soldiers. I felt like literally scared of like, I felt like something was going to happen. Here, like it was more just poor. Right? Yeah. There was not a time like I felt threatened. It was just like, you know, like it was a, it's a poor country. You can tell like they're doing as best as they can with what they have. But they don't have like obviously everything we have. Yeah. So. Kind of like, is it worth going over there at this point? Like, let's let's just go back to a resort because there's not much much yes. to do. Yeah, uh, but like it was, a, but it does put it in perspective because if I let's say I would have met someone, let's say I didn't go out 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 of the resort, and I would have met someone one day from Grand Turk, and I would be like, oh man, I've been there. It's beautiful. They would have been like, oh, <laughs> oh it's God. really not. <laughs> yeah, so it puts it in a different perspective for sure. But uh, yeah, so the other day, right, I was watching, I was on YouTube. Weird, I know. I never watch YouTube. Weird. Anyways, <laughs> uh, and I was watching an interview with, uh, do you guys remember Aaron Carter? Yeah. Yes. So I was watching an interview with him, and uh, he was absolutely crazy. He's like completely, <laughs> there's a tattoo on his face. Not saying that <laughs> everyone with tattoos on their face are crazy. <laughs> you offend a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> All of our viewers just look at it. <laughs> we have 10,000 viewers that just have tattoos on their face. <laughs> just kidding. But no, uh, and you kind of hear him talk and just realize that he's just like not there. Yeah, no, you're right. That dude is crazy. And you kind of see that consistently with uh, like people who grew up in front of the camera, basically. Child actors, child musicians. How much of effect do you think it like, has on them? Are we just, <laughs> is it is it the effect of them being in front of the camera? Or is it these, quote unquote, where you're just watching like these geniuses in their craft and that just happens to be how people in that industry are? 
Oh, I think it's I think it's more pressure than anything. I think it's more pressure to continuously try to stay famous, and it just I think those people a lot of them just crack under the pressure, where it's just it's from their friends, their family, their fans. They feel they have to be on top of their game all the time. I could imagine the amount of pressure on you at that point where you just crack. And if you're a child, you don't have that kind of mentality to be able to overcome that stuff. So I can see how it would absolutely make people seem a little crazy. But his brother, isn't his brother like normal? His brother's a little well, no, older, though. He's older, but they both, remember they had they that show, together. House of Carters, mm-hmm. and both of them were crazy. They were both fighting all the time. And like that, that whole family was known for just being crazy. Yep. Like they were super crazy. But I think even at that though, the older brother was already like a te- you know in his late teens, yeah. right? When he was mm-hmm. famous, and like Aaron was like a kid, kid. Yeah, he was, was the first interview we saw of him. He was nine years old. Oh yeah, see, like, like that's ridiculous. We'll say like Kylie Jenner, okay? Okay. She's born into this, but her family obviously before before she's become famous as was already big, right? Right. Then you take someone like these other people, like. Um, uh, Lindsay Lohan and stuff like that, where their parents weren't big. So you, going back to your pressure situation, it's a lot of pressure on coming from your family because they're like, "Come on, you can make it. Come yeah. on, come on, come on, come, come." Rather than Kylie Jenner, oh, okay, good, you're doing a good job, right? They, you know, the expectancy is different. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because you're now you're not just trying to be famous and be you know popular or whatever. You're actually trying to save people's lives. Essentially, you're trying to make other people's lives better. So I can see it's completely different. I think when it comes to the Kardashians, <clears throat> my bad. They were already famous. They were they already know how to handle that pressure. So I think they were able to show Kylie and Kendall how to handle that pressure of being famous. And I think for Kendall too, coming in like when how old was she when she really got famous? She was already like in her late teens, right? Yeah. It's not like she was nine years old or right. ten years old. And even at that back then, they weren't like super famous like they are now. So they kind of as as almost an adult they came into it. My example would be something like Justin Timberlake, for example, who was like famous as a kid, you know, doing like the Mickey Mouse stuff and is still super famous and hasn't really had a ton of incidents where you can be like, he's kind of crazy. How many like childhood? Okay, so I I could think of Lindsay Lohan and Aaron Carter. Okay. Like Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Britney Spears. Miley Cyrus, I feel like had their spill. Yeah, she but would you clarify? I, like, I wouldn't put her personally in the category like Aaron Carter. To me, like Aaron Carter is just like off the loop, right? He's yeah. I do think Miley Cyrus had her spill, so we can, I can kind of throw her in there. Britney Spears, okay, mm-hmm. but then you have a lot of. I wonder what the ratio is. Oh yeah, is what I'm saying. Right? Yeah, because I can think of, like Hillary Duff, Raven Simone. Raven like, Simone's a little crazy. She's a little crazy, but not Aaron Carter. No, not Aaron Carter, but she's she, compared to like maybe Justin Timberlake. I, I, think, like she's that, I think she's just vocal. Like, I, but oh, okay. I, I think I'll that's more that. of like a personality thing rather than um, something like Lindsay Lohan with these drugs and you know, right. Raven Simone is obviously way more vocal than like a Justin Timberlake is. Aaron oh. Carter reminds me of that YouTube star, the one that you were watching that was going through the manic. Uh, um, OKB Productions. Shout out. That guy is crazy. I know what you're talking about. I just about, thought yeah. of one. Yeah. Uh, do you remember Orlando Brown from That's All Right? Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. That dude's been, crazy. That dude's nuts. Crazy. So the real question is, what I've been thinking about is, if you have a child and they're super, you know, successful in a particular field, whether it be acting or music, do you let them become a child star knowing the, the possibility of them kind of not being able to handle the the publicity well i would say yes okay <laughs> i would but it is crazy to think because you think on the other side how much they would be missing because yep. you know they don't go to high school and stuff like that but at the same time like how much they'd be getting that we you know normal kids wouldn't have gotten yep so i would say yes like i would definitely would but 
I would assume because again, like I'm going back to the ratio thing. What the ratio is? Yes, uh, because I would assume if you're you know a strong parent, you're there for them, and you're pushing them, and you're teaching them right. They're still gonna go on the right path rather than maybe these other you know kids didn't have that. And I, I think you I think you make a good point, but I also think it's just like regular parenting, right? When you, sometimes you have really good parents, and sometimes the kid oh, yeah. still you know finds a way to turn out you know not so great. But now you run the threat on a whole other level <laughs> that like you could ruin the child's life at that point. You know what I mean? I uh, I told Mason no. I will not let them. Really? Child. He no. did. Yeah. So he even said, if, absolutely even if, not. Even if you know your child is, is gonna be a star. Yes. Like he has this this power that could because you're there's a lot of positives okay. to it, right? Because he could grow up and if you teach him right, imagine uh, imagine knowing somebody and you know that they have a voice. And you teach this person to use that voice to the greater good, right? Superhero, Batman, right? <laughs> Your child could be that person. You could put good intentions in them, um, and they could grow up to teach other people at a grander scale great things. They could become an influencer. Like we talked about this a few podcasts ago, how there's not a lot of people today that are, well, there's not like one single person today that's like, you know, is going to go down in American history as as a huge influencer. So your kid, you're blocking your kid from essentially getting that voice. Well, if my kid, okay, you know how that little yodel kid, Mason or whatever, Ramsey, uh-huh. like yodel, yodel, it'll be different. That was a he perfect had, impersonation. That was. I know exactly. <laughs> what you're talking about. But like he, he's famous, and now he's getting a record deal because he was he was on the social media, uh-huh. and now he's he's recognized. So what else is he going to do? Of course, he's going to use that. But if my kid, who is not that, I know that my kid has a great voice. Or you can act or you could do something. I'd be mean, like, that's great. I want them to hone their skills. I want them to have a normal childhood. I but want them how to do you it. miss up on that opportunity? So okay. We were so that maybe like we were saying the kid will resent. Yes, that was my first thing. Whenever he told me no, I was like, my first thing is I would imagine yes. that kid would would absolutely resent you at that point because it, it, it that could pass. Like, what if I'm I'm a, a huge record label person okay <laughs> you like that that was perfect <laughs> i see mesa's kid in the local walmart and he's yodeling <laughs> and i go up to mesa and the, i want to make your child a star let's do it mesa says no no what are the chances of him becoming big and any other record label yeah. ever ever hey, seeing uh-huh. him again how many times in your life have you ever seen a very famous rich record labeler I've never seen a va- famous, rich <laughs> Right in front of you right executive. now. <laughs> yes, right here. That's weird. That's awkward because I'm right here. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so like, if that chance comes up to your child and you say, nope, sorry, he's probably never going to have that opportunity again. He's never going to have that opportunity. He can't go There's to a There's a good possibility. You know, you know how many people are great seniors and they never make it big. Yeah. And it's because it just happens to be a path. Justin Bieber got picked up by Usher. Because mm-hmm. right? he video. saw him on YouTube. So what if his mom said, no, 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 no. I want him to graduate high school first. He graduated high school. We've moved on. Right? And it's a lot harder to get this Justin Bieber who is now 10 years away from uh, Usher. Hasn't seen Usher in 10 years. To get him back into this limelight mm-hmm. to get everyone to notice him again. You make a great point, but I just think to myself, a lot of people we see, like as in Miley Cyrus, or we see Selena Gomez, or Justin Bieber, they have that. They start as a child star, so we kind of hold them to that standard of being a child star. If they do something getting grown up as they get older, like Miley Cyrus, she started like twerking and doing all this stuff, like kind of stuff we never seen. Hannah, right. we, we still think of her as Hannah Montana during that time. It was still Hannah Montana. Am I correct? We're still thinking of it that way. But if we see 
a normal like we see Cardi B, if we see Nicki uh. Minaj, or we see Lady Gaga <laughs> doing something like what Miley Cyrus was doing at the time, it'll be like, oh, that's that's just them. That's just them. They wouldn't get that. Uh, they wouldn't be hated on that much. So Miley he's Cyrus to was. Set him up the right way. I get what he's you're saying. saying. What is it? You make it harder for them to grow up. I get what you're saying. But it's at the same time, to, go ahead. At the same time, like if you if you hold them back, like Patrick is saying, like what if they never get to be famous? Yeah, what if your child, a great singer, and her her dream is to be a singer, you cut it off in that instance. She now gets for noticed. the rest of her life, all she does is sing in airports, and she, mm-hmm. not that that's a bad thing, but she could have had a top thing because at this moment she was recognized. And somebody was willing to take her under her his ring wing, and uh, help her become big. But because he said no, now she has an attempt to do what millions of people across the United States are trying to do and make a name for themselves. Like she had, she was playing Monopoly and got a chance card. <laughs> go straight to go, collect two hundred. You took that away from her and, and said, "You're gonna learn get the to hard go way. by yourself. <laughs> You're gonna learn the hard way." <laughs> yes. Because you might accidentally land on another chance and might make you pay the bank $50. We don't want that. I just want my kid to have a normal childhood. So I just don't know if that would happen if they start that early. Oh, it would not it happen. It wouldn't happen. It would not happen. But now you got to weigh the, the positives and the negatives of yes. being of, a famous superstar or being yes. a regular. It's like a lottery ticket. Yes. Right? You go to the 7-Eleven, you buy you and your child a lottery ticket. Right, your child marks his off. He just won five million dollars. You said nope, throw that away. What's Justin Bieber doing now? I don't even know what he's nothing because he's he's like basically yeah. retired because he sold millions of copies. So at this point, all he really does is hang out with his new wife at their mansion, and he just got some. I just read the other day that he got some like super rare cat, and he's being sued because apparently it's like against the law. He got some like, <laughs> right? but that's he, the life you want for your yeah, kid. <laughs> he, he can retire now. He's like done. Rather than yours, you're like nope, regular childhood. And hopefully you'll make it. If it comes early, it comes early. So you have to, whenever they can start, they can start. Like you do whatever you can. I say you let them start at a young age. Gotcha. So I have another question. But you I have know to parent is... them the right way. Right. You do have to hundred percent parent them. Right yeah. Way. Right. You have to right pretty much you say... like you're you're done though. Whatever oh. you were doing, like basically you're their manager. Oh yeah. Like you yeah. follow well, I mean, them up around. To a point. Your your life has now their life. Yeah. And I think the parents that don't do that are the ones that have the kids that are. I think it's that, and the parents off. who get caught up in that life too. So, like I'll, my example for that is going to be like the Lavar Ball. Correct. Like he's way too involved in, in Lonzo's mm-hmm. life, and Lonzo doesn't get to live his own life and, and yes. make his own choices as a as a multi millionaire. Yeah. Is this basketball player? Yes. Mm-hmm. And this is the dad that. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. I already. Know. <laughs> the dad yeah. that, and he like interviews for him practically. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, yeah. Lonzo would just sit there with his hat on and uh, just awkwardly. sit out awkward, just sit there and not yes. say anything. There is that fine line, of course, but you still have to be a parent. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You still have to teach them the right way, but you don't want to get caught up in life yep. and show them the wrong way. But I do think that, yeah, you're giving up a quote-unquote normal life, but possibly for a life that's, you know, a 1% chance that you'd oh, ever have that life. 100%. I mean, I'm a beautiful singer. I just haven't met a record label. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I tried, but I tried to keep a straight face and listen to you. Couldn't do it. But I do have another question on top of that. Okay. So I know they're running a little long on this one, but uh, my thing is, is, so what if the kid has talent? They're not, they're not like immediate superstars. They have somewhat talent. You're like, man, this kid might be able to make it. Do you push the kid to then try to become famous? 
Or do you just kind of sit back and hopefully something happens? Well, yeah. not if it's not their passion. If they don't want to do it, then you don't make them. But what them. if it is their passion? Oh, well, then you help them. I think, yeah, I think what he's kind of saying, though, is, is do you, like, stand over them with, yeah. like, a whistle and you're like, get no. to work? Or because you know that essentially they it could it lead to something uh-huh. great. No. Or do you kind of just sit back and whatever happens those are the ones that I happens. think that freak out. Those are the ones that feel the pressure and go crazy. No, you don't put the pressure on them. I mean, not even a little, not even a little pressure. You let them enjoy it. You have to let them enjoy it. Those are the ones that end up being a little more normal. I mean, Joe Jackson uh, pressured his sons, and they're one of the greatest mans of all time. Jackson Fives. Jackson Five and Mike went a little crazy though. Went a little crazy, but you know that's what you're saying. Hanging babies out the balcony. And they they talk about that they hated it sometimes. They hated practicing because of how just like like on Selena, like the they hated the practice. They hated it. That is such a hard line because like those those are excellent comparisons because Michael Jackson was they hated it and they kind of turned out crazy. Yep. Selena hated it, but they kind of turned out like icons, yep. and they didn't. Turn and she out could crazy. have, and she could have easily not been super famous yes. if his if her dad wasn't as, as. Both of them could have, yeah. yeah, easily have not been famous and been living regular lives, serving French fries at Sonic while mm-hmm. at sixteen. I think you got to put a little pressure. I think I, you you light a little bit of the spark. Yeah, I don't think you you whistle at them and you're uh-huh. yelling at them, but you have to light a little bit of a spark. Yeah, you do because I think you do that with almost anything, like, right? Right, anything at all. Like, you got to push them a little bit, right? Yeah. Oh, mom, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do band or sports or nothing. I literally want to do nothing. I feel like you do got to kind of push them a little bit. So they can find their passion. I guess it's kind of like looking back, uh, like sports. Like, you know, my parents pushed me. I wish they would have just pushed me a little bit this way because mm, I see? think I would have loved mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, so I could see it. Yeah. My mom, if I told my mom I didn't want to do anything, she would have shoved a bat in my hands, a glove, kicked me out, and been like, Figure it out. <laughs> You're going to figure this sport out. Yeah. You're not going to be able to just sit in here and do absolutely nothing. You are insane. Yeah, because even my parents, like my parents too said, like, we're, you're going to join something. Some kind of elective mm-hmm. is what you're going to do, you know, for your high school too because you're going to love it, right? And so, yeah, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have pushed myself either to mm-hmm. done any of that if my parents didn't push me and say, hey, you know what, do this. Try it. At yeah, least. try it and yeah. you fall in love with it. And then I think, I think what you're doing is you're trying to push them to the point that they're willing to push themselves. Yes. And to you want gotta more. get to that point. Yeah. Yes. To want more. Because that's something I've always loved sports and as a kid I love sports. So my parents never had to pressure me into sports. But the one thing they did do was pressure me to do, do more than the bare minimum. You know, no don't just practice at, at practice. Practice yeah. at home. You know what I mean? And that's something that helped me too. And I can still beat him in basketball. It's super crazy. That's completely <laughs> false. <laughs> I don't know. Madden, yes. Real <laughs> NBA basketball? No. <laughs> That's not what his ankles say when I'm breaking them. <laughs> that was hurtful, actually. Right 